Welcome to the Cyber Firefight Podcast. I'm your host, Renee Tarrin, the Deputy CISO at Fortinet and author of the book, Fight Fire with Fire, Proactive Cybersecurity Strategies for Today's Leaders. In this Cybersecurity Perspectives podcast, we will talk with a different cybersecurity expert from the book in each episode and discuss valuable perspectives and important takeaways from their individual chapter. Hi, this is Sandra Wheatley, SVP of Fortinet, and today I'm joined by my colleague, Renee Torren, who is Deputy CISO at Fortinet. Hi, Renee. Hi, Sandra. Thanks for having me. It's great to see you, and this is very exciting. We're here to talk about your new book, Fire Fighting with Fire. And uh, I was wondering if we could start off by getting an overview of what the book is about. Sure, the book is actually focused for cyber leaders of today, focusing on what proactive strategies they can do. Um, as we all know, the definitely the attack surface expanding, um, we've got more connected devices, as well as the fact that, you know, the, that sophisticated adversaries have really upped their game, especially over the last year. Um, so attacks are becoming more frequent, um, more damaging, more prevalent. And so the book is really kind of gives some strategies for cyber leaders. Um, so what they can do to kind of be more proactive. Um, and the title, you know, Fight Fire with Fire really lends to the idea that, you know, adversaries are using sophisticated techniques like automation and artificial intelligence. And so some of those proactive strategies that, you know, cyber leaders can use in the defensive side also includes automation and AI. And so the book details, um, you know, the things from a people's process and technology perspective um, that organizations can do to help better prepare and, and defend themselves. Um, and it comes from industry expertise from all walks of life, all different types of backgrounds, all different industries um, that have collective years of experience, whether that's in the private sector or the government. Great. Um, I know the feedback so far has been very positive on the book. I've heard a lot of great things. What inspired you to write the book? I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, again, it, it does feel like, you know, in cyber leaders, we, you know, we are constantly putting out, you know, cyber fires. Um, and, you know, looking at how sophisticated, you know, the adversary has gotten um, and looking at, you know, traditionally, you know, different cy cyber criminals and groups, you know, traditionally they were geographically dispersed. But the one thing the Internet has done has allowed them to work together and collaborate. And so from my perspective, you know, we need to be doing everything we can to stay one step ahead of the adversary. And so we as cyber leaders really need to be working together and we need different perspectives. Um, the book covers different types of women, whether that's our people that are analysts, chief risk officers, CISOs, um, even venture capitalists. And so it gives you different perspectives on how you can tackle some of these major problems and, and challenges that, you know, the CISOs and other cyber leaders are being faced with today. You kind of touched on this. And one of the things that really intrigued me about the book is that it was written by yourself and all female contributors and all of them in their own right, experts in the industry, but in an industry that really lacks um, female leadership. Um, and I, I know it's improving, but it's still an issue. Can you kind of share some of your thoughts on why this is special for our readers and um, why it's so impactful? Right. So from my perspective, I mean, people need to understand that there are, you know, women, you know, cyber leaders, IT leaders, you know, in the field. Um, we do exist. We're not unicorns. 
And so one of the things this book brings to light is because all of the contributors, their bio, their biography is, is included in the book. And it can really hopefully use that to inspire um, the next generation and women and minorities to get into the field of cyber. Because again, those bios really share the fact that not everybody took the same path to get into cyber. Um, some started in finance or accounting and then found their way into cybersecurity. And so hopefully the idea is that it can help inspire um, you know, more women and minorities to get into the STEM fields. The cyber skills gap is a big issue and Fortinet through its TAA initiative is very heavily focused on reducing the skills gap. And I know you and I have had lots of conversations about this in the past, but we know today that, you know, women make up about 20% um, of the, um, the people employed in cybersecurity. What are your views on diversity and how it can help close the skills gap? Well, first of all, you know, Sandra, like you and I talked about, I mean, we have a huge uh, skills gap in the cyber field. I mean, we have more positions um, than we have people to fill those positions. Um, and I think what the diversity piece is, it allows you to bring in more people um, and be more attractive into the, the cyberspace. Um, me, myself being a, a leader that's formed, you know, several, you know, high performing teams over the years, you know, the one things that I really look to attract and, and retain is that diverse workforce? Mm -hmm. um, because when you're dealing with diverse employees and not, not having that cookie cut, cutter, you know, backgrounds and mentalities, when you're dealing with diverse groups of people, they come in with very different perspectives, and that can be very beneficial for when you're, you know, planning and executing the business um, strategy. And not to mention, you know, when you're dealing with projects and you're trying to solve a problem, it really helps increase the creativity. Um, it creates a melting pot of, of fresh and new ideas. And also statistics say that, you know, organizations and companies that have a more inclusive workforce, they're about 1.7 times more likely to be innovative leaders in their market. Um, and so, you know, having diverse teams, they've been known to outperform individual decision makers up to by 87%. Um, and it also helps with better, you know, uh, hiring and retaining employees because, you know, 60% of job seekers, they, they want to be employed with a diverse work diverse workforce, because that's important to them and one of the things that they want to do work for a company. They're all great points. And, um, you know, as I'm talking to, you know, young students and trying to encourage them to look at cybersecurity, I've, I've recently learned some uh, interesting data about, you know, more women are coming into the industry. They're a lot more qualified than some of their uh, male peers, and they tend to focus on more certifications, et cetera. I don't want to generalize, but there's some of the trends we're seeing. Um, so I think this is, it's really important. And I think this book can really help to shine a light on that. But in terms of some of the key takeaways for readers, uh, you talked about this a little bit, but what would you say are maybe one or two of the key takeaways that readers can really look forward to in terms of the book itself? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, I think it, it brings to light that there is really no silver bullet um, for solving all your cybersecurity challenges. Um, it really takes that three-pronged approach. Um, so you really need your people, processes, and technology. You can have some of the best technologies in the world, but they can be circumvented, you know, by humans, especially with you know misconfigurations or human errors. Um, so the, the the books are actually going to provide you you know perspective in each of that area. So think from a people perspective, you know, kind of like what we've been talking about. How do you build that work diverse diverse workforce? Um, how do you talk to your board and, and share with them like the risks that that we're seeing and being faced? Um, from a, a process, you know, we we've seen a lot of attacks right now focusing on the supply chain. You know, what are some of those best 
practice for doing supply chain security? How are we ensuring we're doing secure development in our technologies? And then from a technology perspective, you know, how are you ensuring that end-to-end -end security? Because again, there's so much we have to protect when it comes to our data and networks. How do you provide that end-to-end -end security from a technology perspective? Excellent. I, I think one of the things I really loved about the book was the really holistic approach it took. And it, uh, as you said, it covers all of the aspects in terms of security and the business. Um, very importantly, how can readers access the book? Um, it's available through Amazon, Barnes & Noble, but there's also a landing page at fortnet.com that you can also access that book. Excellent. Well, thanks, Renee, for your time. Congratulations again to you and to all of the contributors. And um, this was a fantastic effort. And we look forward to hearing more about it. Thank you. Thanks, Sandra. Take care.